Okay, listeners, we're back. Ariel is holding her new cat, and we are looking at the latitude of of uh, Rota, Spain, because we were just talking about how the sun feels way hotter over there than it does here. Mm-hmm. Ariel, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> My skin hates it because I get sunburned here. Um, but it's so interesting. So during the winter, which I know this has to do with like tilt and a lot of things that I don't understand, but during the winter, I can be outside in the sun here and it just, it just does not feel the same. And in the summer, I feel like most places I go, it's like the sun just kind of feels hotter here. It feels like the sun shifts and suddenly just like gets deeper into your skin. Like the actual heat isn't the only thing that increases. It feels like almost assaulting. It's so hard to explain. That's yeah, very but interesting. It's, <laughs> it's like, it's brutal. And for me, as somebody who already does not like the heat, period, yeah. like I'm good until about 80 degrees. And then after that, I'm just going to be an asshole. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I just looked up the coordinates for Rhoda and then for Woodland, California, which is where I'm based. And Woodland, California is 38.6785 degrees north. North is the mm-hmm. latitude one, right? And then Rhoda is 36.6237. So it is like so the same. Different. Yeah. But when we were in Italy, famously, this it was like mid-70s. And when I saw that, see... Sorry, Noodle sees somebody. Hold on, let me mute for a second. Screaming. (laughs) Okay, now she's fine. Um, So when I was famously in Italy, it was like 75. I was obviously looking up the the weather before we went. Okay, sadly, by the way, I looked up Naples, Florida on accident. I didn't realize I was looking up Naples, Florida, because why would Florida have a Naples there? And... So I saw that it was like thunderstorming and not in a good way. Like I, I was like, are you kidding me? The the four days that we're going to be in that area, it's going to be storming. I was so sad. And I sent it on Discord to my Discord friends. And they were like, Megan, that's that's not the same country. And I was like, okay, thank God. And so then I looked up the real weather and it was like, per- it was like sunny and 75 the whole time. And I was like, okay, that's much better, but also like only 75. See, because I love like 75, anything less than that. And I'm cold and I'm like uncomfortable and I want to be warmer. So I was like a little bummed because we were going to be on the beach. And I was like, it's only 75, you know, whining as I Mm -hmm. get to go to Italy. And we got there and I was like, 75 is very different (laughs) in Italy. It's fucking hot. It was crazy. And so anyways, that's really interesting to me that the coordinates are almost exactly the same for at least for where I am in Rhoda, but the sun feels way different. So we need scientists to to call in and tell us why that is. Yeah, people smarter than either of us um, need to figure out what the fuck is going on. Because during the winter, I... Like I was able to go down to the beach when it was like 60, 65 degrees. And Mm -hmm. mind you, I didn't go through my normal like bend winter adjustment where it's like Ben doesn't get super cold, but like it can get cold. And then it's like 60 degrees feels warm. I didn't really go through that. It only got Mm -hmm. down, I think, into the 30s one time during the winter. Otherwise, it was the 40s and the 50s. But I could go down to the beach when it was 60, like get in the water, get out, dry off. 
and be perfectly comfortable. But yeah, now it's nice. like getting hot and the water also gets warm and everyone's like, oh my God, that sounds amazing. And I'm over here just bitching about it because I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> yeah, well, it doesn't feel refreshing to you if the water's too warm no. when it's also hot outside. No, no, there's yeah. no, there's literally no escape from the heat <laughs> unless you have an AC unit in your house. But even then it's like the, the borders of the room will feel warm. So this is right. like this one spot right here is the borders of the room. The borders okay, so, of the room. <laughs> so I have I have another question for our um, science listeners, which you know the vast listenership that we have yeah. for this podcast. All two of you probably who are listening. So those of you who know more than I do about weather, I looked up because I was saying famously after I got back from Italy, I I kept saying to everybody, oh the 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 climate is so temperate because. It's like, well, okay, so I'm looking at Fahrenheit because, you know, I'm, I'm an American. And it was saying that it was like 75 going down to 70, maybe to 65 at night. And it, that's how it was every day, unless there was a storm happening or something like that. But overall, it was um, not, the temperature wasn't changing very much. There wasn't a big swing from the coldest part of the day to the hottest part of the day. Whereas here in Woodland, it is a 40 to 50 degree difference almost every day, no matter what. Mm -hmm. And then in the in the quote unquote winter, because we don't have like real, real winters here. Uh -huh. It's not it often isn't as much of a difference because it's not like it, it'll get up to like 50 degrees or something for the hottest part of the day, which feels freezing here. And it doesn't get all the way down to 10 degrees at night. So it, it shifts a little bit in the winter, but it's still like a 20 to 30 degree difference. That's a pretty big difference. And in Italy, it's like five to 10 degrees Fahrenheit again. But I was like bragging to everybody about like how great Italy is and the, that area of the world in general. And I was like, the climate is so temperate. And then I was like, I don't know if it's actually temperate. Like, I don't know if that's what that means. And I looked it up. That's not what that means. So then I was mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm so embarrassed. So not really. I don't, nobody cares. But um, I was trying to find out what is the word for that? And I could not find it. Google would not tell me, and I don't know if I was just researching it in a dumb way, but I could not figure out a word to describe temperatures that don't fluctuate that much between the coldest part of the day and the hottest part of the day, and for the overall climate to only have a, you know, a couple degree difference. Ariel, I'm asking, I'm begging, do you know the word to describe that? Or is it a mystery no, and there isn't one? I always thought that temperate... That's what temperate meant. So what does temperate mean then now that you're like, now I don't remember. Us? Now I don't remember. Oh, but man. you know what we're going to do is we're going to Google it really quick. What a temperate climate means. I, I think it has to do with like the amount of rainfall. It was something shocking. Oh, okay. okay. Temperate climates are generally defined as environments with moderate rainfall spread across the year or portion of the year with sporadic drought, mild to warm summers and cool to cold winters. Simmons oh, 2015 from sciencedirect.com. I was flabbergasted when I looked this up on my phone. I remember the moment. I could not believe that that's what temperate meant because of all of my years of school, I was never told Everything this. is a lie. Everything is a lie. <laughs> what the hell was the point of taking physical science classes in high school, middle school, in college? I learned, I took some science classes. I was an art, you know bachelor of art major but still <laughs> nobody told us that, nobody thought to say this 
Couldn't believe it. Interesting. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I feel like the internet might be lying. It's like that that Bernstein bear phenomenon. Oh, yeah. We all, you know, saw all of the books with them titles one way, and now it's different. um, The Mandela Effect Yeah, the name of that phenomenon. Okay, so is there a Mandela Effect happening with a temperate climate? Potentially. There's a lot of recorded Mandela effects that is also another podcast that I would happily go into. (laughs) Okay. Mandela effect. Mandela effect until proven innocent. Guilty until proven innocent here. I am assuming that everybody was lying to us. No, no, I'm assuming. No, I, I said that wrong. I just lied to you. I am assuming that we learned the truth and then they changed the truth and now they're trying to make us feel like everything was a lie. And I don't know who they is, but they did it. So I'm sure that there's (laughs) there's probably somebody who is actually smart listening to this. Like, wow, this is the dumbest conversation I've ever heard because, of course, this is what the climate actually is that you're talking about. So I hope that somebody um, tells us. Otherwise, I'm going to be thinking that Mandela effect is happening for the weather. I just took over the conversation for a while. Do you have anything, any thoughts that are swimming around in your head at the moment? No, not specifically. Now I'm thinking about the Mandela effect and we'll okay. have to go research and find some more examples to send to you of that because it's quite fascinating. It is. Well, and I feel like you're the perfect person to go research this because as I yeah. understand you, you like to do some research on, shall we say, theories. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> yeah, just um, you could also say historical inaccuracies. Oh, um, I love that. You could say <laughs> there's a lot of different names for the things that I enjoy researching and maybe or maybe not believing. Sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. And sometimes I'm just like, huh. And then I continue on my way. If anything, it's really fun, I think, to to like read about other potential theories about historical inaccuracies. Let's just say that. Yeah. I feel like it's really fun to like learn about those and to learn about other theories and stuff. So no matter what, I mean, we'll probably never know the truth of any of these things that we look at. Definitely, we will never find the truth about the weather, about what a temperate climate actually means. I know for sure that's buried in government secrets, but um, definitely, it's, de- it's just fun to like look up things like that. It's just like a cute little thing that's fun to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, my, my dad was very, very into conspiracy stuff. And so it was always kind of a conversation that was like happening on the fringe of conversations in our house. Um, and he was similar to me, like it was a lot of stuff. He didn't necessarily believe it, but it was fun for him to research. And so there's a lot of stuff I got into at an early age. And now it's just a fun, a fun side project for me. I love learning the different theories that people have because I love stories. That's like my biggest thing is I love stories and I love storytelling. And these are just stories and storytelling that people are doing. You know what you saying that makes me think, and I've thought about this a lot for myself, but what I desperately want for us is to, um, well, both be living in Europe together for sure. But what I want is for us to be transported to a time when we can live in a village and everybody in the village, you know, like there's one person for each thing that needs to happen to keep this this Mm -hmm. little society functioning you and i are the town bard duo Uh we tell the stories i feel like we'd be so good at that we are the sages and the scribes yes (laughs) oh my god how much fun would that be we'd be phenomenal at it we We really would would. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So do you know why the Mandela effect is called the Mandela effect? No. Tell me. What, when did Nelson Mandela die? I had a feeling it had to do with that guy. Um, yeah. As I say that guy as if he was like an awful person, that wonderful, that incredible human being. Um, no, tell me as if I don't know anything. So there is a whole group of people, myself being one of them, who will swear up and down that we learned that Nelson Mandela died in prison in the early 90s. Nelson Mandela, I think, I believe he died. And let me just look it up real quick so I don't totally butcher the date. He died in 2013. I remember specifically being taught in my history class that he died in prison. And so there's this whole controversy because there's a whole group of people in the world that learned the exact same thing that I did, but he actually died in 2013. And so there's like a weird knowledge gap crisscross that's happening. So the Bernstein Bears thing that you mentioned, that's another one. Oh, okay. Because I do, now that you say that, I, I remember that too. I remember learning that. And I didn't really think anything of it since then, Mm -hmm. but you're right. (laughs) He died December 5th in 2013. That is really interesting. Why would they do that? Did we like, did we learn something? Like, did we all miss here? Because then I remember hearing like, oh, Nelson Mandela died. And I kind of had this moment of like, I thought, okay, but never mind. Like, I just got confused because I learned so much information in high school, right? So, well, you know what it is? We're in a simulation, obviously. And there was a glitch. I mean, that's like, honestly, the Berenstain Bears and the Mandela theory. And I'm not, I'm sure I'm not the first person to, to shout this on a podcast. But like, to me, that would make sense, right? That they were, they had programmed us or whatever to think something. And then somebody pressed the wrong button and we all of a sudden like remembered something different. You know, like that is so funny to me. I'm smiling really big listeners because this is really like fun and funny to think about and who knows what it is. And I'm sure there are some people who are like, wow, these crazy people, bold of Megan to put this as her second podcast episode. Um, But (laughs) I think... (laughs) Uh, Middle school basketball and the Mandela effect, guys. Come on, get with the yeah. picture. This is what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I think it's re- it's so much fun, I think, to to think about things like this because I, I'm, I feel like who cares, you know? I'm the it, same it, way. Yeah, yeah, like it's just it's fun to think about and it's fun to talk about and to theorize about and stuff because who cares? We'll never know the truth of anything. And um mm-hmm. it's fun to like let it go instead of having like rigid beliefs about everything that's going on. So um I think it's really fun to just kind of let it go and to think about to allow yourself to think about things like this, no matter if it's true or not. But yeah, I do remember learning that he died in prison and now he mm-hmm. and then he did not. That's so you interesting. Did. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so there's a whole there's a whole class of thought around things like the you know when Nelson Mandela died, the Bernstein Bears. Um, there's a lot of company logos that we remember a certain way that actually were never that way, um, and all of that falls under oh. the umbrella of this concept called the Mandela effect or other oh. historical things that we learn or things that happened that now it's like that's not what happened it's like well why do all of us remember it being that way and my favorite theory you said simulation my favorite theory that I've heard about this is that when they started the um the CERN uh 
oh gosh why am I totally just blanking on the the word okay. molecule the collider that's in Switzerland when they started that they jumped us into a different dimensional timeline and so oh God, we all just so like funny glitched sideways onto this different timeline and we're all like no this happened and this timeline's like it didn't happen that way though that's so funny okay wait what's a collider so it's the is it the particle collider i am so embarrassed like, is it related to atomic bomb stuff so it's a particle accelerator excuse me so basically i'm not smart enough to explain any of this stuff i Listeners, do understand if you it please write in and correct us please but essentially it's it's smart scientists playing with particles and molecules and things and running them into each other and speeding them up and slowing them down in a way that we probably shouldn't really be fucking with but also I'm totally the person who would fuck with that kind of stuff if I was smart enough to do so because like why not nothing matters um and so there are a lot of people that theorize that in this messing with we created a, a fissure or um an opening or a a vortex, whatever word you want to use for it, in which we then uh, transmuted into a different dimensional timeline. Oh, so. transmuted. Such a good word. I love, word. I love your description of these nuclear scientists as smart scientists running mm -hmm. things into each other. I love yeah. that so much. And I, I mean, really it's just a very, to, yeah, like, it's I think a very innate human want is to just like you remember being a kid and just like crashing your trucks into each other. Like, yeah, well, I think I feel like I probably that. didn't do that. I was too, I was far too structured as a child, I think, to do something like running a toy mm -hmm. truck into another truck. I was too concerned with making sure that society was following proper rules. Like when I played Sims. And I played Sims, my version, my my way of doing it. And then I learned about all my friends who would like put their Sims in the pools and drown them or, or and just do all sorts of like funny, wacky things with their Sims. And I'm like, my Sim was f followed the proper protocol of like flirting, <laughs> flirting with somebody, building a relationship while they were advancing their career as much as they could and cooking all of the the healthiest foods that they had the budget for and then they got married and then they had many children that were also advancing all at the same time so that we could build like a a familial empire and so it's so funny how like that's just naturally how I played sims and I can't like not do it that way and then to hear about uh -huh. all every single one of my friends who has ever played sims has told me that who who I have talked with sims about has told me about something kind of wacky that they've done. And I'm like, that would literally never enter my head as something that was appropriate to do with my Sims. Anyways. I just built the houses and then that I would abandon them. I just wanted to build the houses and design the houses. I didn't actually give a fuck about the societal side of that is <laughs> That's Sims. really funny. I yeah I definitely gave a fuck about the societal side but I I did like building the houses too maybe you should just be a designer you do like interior design stuff you have a good eye it. for it thank you I appreciate that and it now your cat matches time. all of your cat matches your interior design yeah she does and she's sleeping on my robe right now which she's is so really cute beautiful. she blends into your she literally listener can she's I take the same color as my couch can I take a screenshot can yes, you okay Ready? One, two, three. Did it work? 
I don't oh. know. Oh, wait, no. I have to do the thingy. Okay, keep holding. Okay, I got it. Um, <laughs> okay, you look really cute, and I am very wacky. Um, okay, yeah, your cat, literally everything from her really pretty white fur to her little toe beans to her mm-hmm. her ear, the inside of her ear, which you can see is a little pinker, matches mm-hmm. your whole your whole couch setup. It's so funny. <laughs> she also looks like Travis. Because she has like her little her little like ginger ears and she has blue eyes and she's very white, just like Travis is very white and has ginger hair and blue eyes. And then she even has like <laughs> she even has like a little like toasty like ginger coloring across her nose and on her cheeks where he has like the majority of his freckles. That's really adorable. I what I am sad about is that Travis doesn't have little ginger ears. Correct. I mean, he kind of, they're very red right now because he was out in the sun for five hours yesterday without sunscreen, but that's a different topic. Travis, my goodness. Travis, Travis, wear your sunscreen if you're listening to this, please. I I feel like I need to be better about that. I've, I've been pretty fortunate in my life. I don't have to wear sunscreen that much. I mean, when we if we go traveling to a place um, that where we're going to be outside all day long, what, I mean, I make it sound like I'm a big traveler and I have lots of money to do that. I don't. But whenever that does happen, you know, I, I wear sunscreen if I know I'm going to be outside all day. But if I'm just like at my house, I'm really bad about putting sunscreen on. But it's it doesn't, you know, it's not like I'm getting burned usually while I'm at home sitting outside. But I think I need to be better mm-hmm. about that. I think that I think that's very dumb of me to not be you know, as conscientious about it. But Travis. Yeah. His skin, he needs that. Yeah. There's a certain certain breed of human. And sunscreen always on your face, no matter who you are. I'm a big right. proponent of that as well. Hashtag protect your ginger ears. Protect your ginger ears. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, this is the cat. Yeah, tell us about your cat. So my story with this cat is actually very funny. I say like it's been a long saga, which I guess it kind of has because the very first time that I saw this cat was on the Rawl page, which Rawl is the animal rescue on base. And I think it was back, it was in the fall or the winter. And I specifically remember showing Travis this cat on the rescue page and being like, I want this cat. And that was a time when we were just like not ready to have any more responsibility in our lives besides ourselves. So fast forward um, to the beginning of this month and I'm scrolling through Facebook and this is the time where I have put feelers into the universe, bring me a cat. Cat distribution system, do your job. I am ready to receive cat distribution the cat. <laughs> That's how it works. I never like go adopt. I never... I don't do any of that. I just say, bring me a cat. And when I see it, I will know. And I've literally had cats in my over my life show up on my doorstep because they're just oh like, goodness. I'm here. You called for a cat. Um, I so that. I was scrolling, scrolling through Facebook and I scrolled past a post with a cat and then I scrolled right back up and it was her. I didn't realize it was the same cat from the raw page that I had seen almost a year prior. But it was her and her family was needing to give her away for whatever reason. I don't remember. It doesn't matter because she's home now with me. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I reached out to the lady and I was like, hey, I want your cat. 
<laughs> and she was like, there's another family in front of you. They're going to come meet her tomorrow. If they decide not to take her, I'll let you know. And I was like, okay, great. So then she messaged me the next day. I think it was two days later. It doesn't matter. But she messaged me and was like, hey, that family's going to take the cat. And I was like, okay, please let them know if it does not work out to let me know because I want that cat. Yeah. And she was like, okay, I'll give them your information. So a week, week and a half goes by. I don't hear anything. I pretty much forget about it at this point. And then this woman reaches out to me and she's like, hey, so we're the family who adopted the cat. Let me tell you the story about how this cat came to us. And I was like, great. Um, when can I have her? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was really like, so we got her, her as a surprise for, um, I can't remember whose mom it was, but for one of their parents who is a widow now. And she was like, I think that the cat would be really good for her mental health. So we're going to surprise her with it in a couple of days and we'll let you know how it goes. And I was like, okay, great. This is a terrible idea. Please don't ever surprise people with pets. <laughs> because it's just it's a terrible idea unless you are a parent surprising your kid with a pet with a full understanding that it might then become your pet and your responsibility to take care of and you're excited about that that's the only time or in my case where I was surprising my husband the plan was already we were getting a cat he just didn't know when so I was like great just let me know how it goes and she messaged me and she was like we surprised her she wants to keep the cat it's we'll let you know how it goes and I was like okay great and a couple days later she was like it's going great. And I was like, it's interesting to me that she continues to message me updates. If it's going so great, why are you keeping me in the loop? Like, unless you're just that much of a cat person. So then a couple of days later, she messaged me and she was like, she loves having her during the day, but she hates having her at night because she wants to sleep in bed with her. And I'm like, yeah, that's part of having a cat. They want to sleep where you sleep for the most part. I mean, some cats don't, but most cats want to sleep in bed with you because you are their family. And I was like, okay, great. And she's like, we're going to have a conversation about it tomorrow. We'll let you know how that goes. And then the next day she sent me a picture of the cat in the carrier in the back of her car. And she was like, do you still want the cat? And I was like, I absolutely still want the cat. So please give me the cat. And so we ended up getting the cat on my one year, uh, my one year anniversary in Spain. So this is George and she's my little velour couch pillow kitty. And she's amazing. Velour couch <laughs> kitty. I love that. Um, mm -hmm. Do you uh, have ideas on a name or does Travis have ideas on a name at all? So we're naming her George. Oh, she is going to be Zhuzh. I love it. She's going to be Zhuzh. Yep. Because how fun. Like, it's such a fun name. It's so fun to say. And she just kind of, she's she's Zhuzhy. Like, she just looks like a Zhuzh. So. She, 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 she is Zhuzhy. Um, she is Zhuzhy. Well, and that's like a good, it's good when you have a name. If you, okay, if you don't have a name, that's like a good kind of quick nickname, pet name. Well, pet name, you know what I mean by that. Um, yes. It's good to kind of have a nickname ready but it's better when it goes in with the name well that's something that we thought of for our dogs kind of but did not really think of with our cats when we named them and one of our cats doesn't have a good uh zhuzh nickname but that's okay it's too late now to change that but I just I am a big proponent for thinking of that when you're naming your pet or your child I guess 
Yeah, because she came with the name Lumine, which is definitely like her vibe. Like she's a luminescent yes. little happy ball of light, but like Lumine doesn't work. And I thought about like, okay, well maybe Lulu or Nene or something like that, but it was just, it wasn't sitting. And then I don't, I can't remember what made me think of Zhuzh, but once I started calling her that, it was like, oh no, that's, that's your name. Yeah, that has to be it. That is your name. I love that. And I what a great story and um, just shows that Zhuzh was meant to be with you and makes it like not necessarily more satisfying to get the cat, but it makes it it just makes you have a good story with it. And it's not like yeah. you just like went to a place and bought her, which there's no problem with doing that, of course, um, especially adopt. Adopt don't shop people. But yeah, um, always adopt. Yeah, but you know, it's it is fun when you get a good story like that and all of our pets have been rescues. Um Bubbles who we have uh Jeff when he was um working at one of his former cities in Oregon and he was in a new, it was a new city, he didn't really know anybody and he was working a lot. His employees actually like got together and bought him this cat which was really cute cuz he loved cats and he hadn't had one in a long time. Um didn't have any pets at home. And so uh, they did that for him, which was great. And Bubbles is still with us. Um, and then when we moved out here and got our house, we um, we got two cats from the local shelter. And Bubbles hated that we did that. But <laughs> Bubbles hated me. And I was like, I need a pet that will like me. <laughs> and so yeah. we got our we got our two um, girl cats from um, from the local shelter. And uh, they're also still with us. And then we have two dogs now that we rescued. Uh, and so we got Pesto from the same shelter. And um, she's a handful for sure. And then we got uh, Noodles, our other dog, from uh, a vet who there was a backyard breeder in Sacramento who was pumping out puppies. And all of mm. Noodles uh, was, she got Parvo and her whole litter got Parvo and everybody else in the litter died. And she miraculously survived. And then she lived at the vet for six weeks um, while she was healing. And then my, actually, Kelly, who I co-host the Your Future Therapist podcast with. Well, she does everything. I just show up and talk. But anyway, she actually saw on Facebook that somebody was um, wanting to sell noodles. And so she showed it to me because I, well, I say I, we, but mostly me, had been looking for a, a second dog. And she was like, I, as soon as I saw her, I was like, yeah, she's that's our dog and so we got her so we got lucky there and now they get to bark in your backyard while you podcast <laughs> that's noodles yep she's such a she delight <laughs> we love having pets so yeah, much we love having them no we do but uh yeah anyways but yeah i love i love when there's a good story to go along with getting pets um but yeah all right okay next topic do you have anything anything else you want to talk about we're good we've been talking for over an hour and a half so i think that once you par things down we'll have like an hour ish of content in there don't worry i won't edit very much (laughs) (laughs) um okay well thanks listeners for joining um thanks ariel for showing up do you have anything else that you want to plug or anything that you're watching that you want to plug anything anything that you want to share anything you suggest to the listeners that has to do with you or you know a suggestion for anything that you're consuming well i will always take another chance 
to plug my projects. So you can find me doing yoga and movement at Mudita Movement. Uh, that's on Instagram and also Facebook. It's coming soon. And then my cooking stuff is uh, The Barber Queer, which is B-B-Q-U-E-E-R. Uh, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram with a website for that stuff coming soon. Um, and then I will also be starting a podcast sometime in the near future uh, with a very good friend of mine, Brandy Berlin. You can find her at Brandy Berlin Yoga. Uh, and her and I are going to just be talking about all kinds of fun stuff. So if you have experience in the wellness industry, um, it's going to be mostly focused around that, but also learning and unlearning the things that we know. So you can catch us. It's going to be called More of the Good Stuff. Um, and we will be talking about a lot of very good stuff on that podcast. And eventually, I will have a branch off of that, a side project called The Damn Good Stuff. So if you want to hear about things like the Mandela Effect and you're into the weird, you know, other history kind of stuff, uh, you can find me there as well. And that'll all be coming hopefully in the next month or two. Oh my God. Solid name. I haven't, I hadn't heard your, uh, the decision on your names for your podcast with Brandy yet or yours. Um, so that's very awesome. Solid name. I love it. And I will put all of this in the show notes. Um, and so you can access it all there. Um, is there anywhere else that you want people to find you? That's pretty much it. Cool. (laughs) And then I'll put my stuff in the show notes, but you can find me at Novanti hub at literally at Novanti Hub. And um, so I'll put my information there. And then um, if anybody has any questions, reach out to either of us, please, smart people, please correct us on stuff that we inevitably got very wrong while we were talking today. Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thanks everybody for listening. I'll be back at some point. Bye.